guys, and welcome to episode number one of the Divorced Dad University podcast. I am Morgan, and this is Anthony, and we have absolutely no damn clue what the shit we're doing, uh, but we're dads. We care about being good dads and all that entails, and today we're talking about tenderize it. Uh, basically getting back into dating uh, after divorce. Uh, so yeah, Anthony, I'm single. Now what the fuck do I do? <laughs> well, you know, what we're trying to do here at the university is create a space where people can talk about what's going on. But we don't want to give the illusion that we have all the answers. Oh, no, we have right. no idea. I'm screwing it up so, constantly. I'm just figuring it out as I go. Yeah. So, I mean, we're trying to create a community here for people that are going through kind of what we went through. Um, I noticed that there wasn't really a forum where people could kind of talk and discuss and, yeah. you know, have any any idea of, of what to do, or where to go. So... Oh yeah, I mean, that, I had no idea what was going on, and the number one thing that helped me as I was going through my divorce was talking to other dads who mm -hmm. had been through very challenging situations. Mm -hmm. um, and so, hopefully, you know, this is for guys out there that don't have anybody else uh, to reach out to. Hopefully, this is going to help you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, it's going to help us. Yeah, it'll, <laughs> it'll help us. It's, it's it's all about us. That's what it's about. Oh, yeah, 100%. But yeah, so that that's kind of where it's coming from. And the whole idea of a university is, you know, when you're at a university, you help you, your mind, obviously, because you learn, but you're also having emotional connections, physical connections. You and I went and to very emotion. different schools because well, mine was not about education. It was about social. Well, that's too, <laughs> and social interaction. It's a community, right? And that's yep. kind of what we're going to do. So. I say all of that in response to your first question because I don't want to give the idea that, you know, we're some kind of experts and that we're, you know, spouting wisdom. We're just kind of talking, you know, we're just kind yeah. of going through our experiences and what we've observed um, when we're doing this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm single. Yeah. You're single. So obviously yeah. we haven't figured out dating quite yet. Well, and that's the thing, <laughs> you know, if you find yourself in the situation where you are separated, you know, whether you've been just going through a divorce, you've been divorced for 15 years, you have that moment when you're like, Oh, I'm by myself. There's no one. That person that I was with is no longer with me. And it's, it's kind of a, Oh crap moment. At yeah. least for me, it was cause it's like, you've been with someone for years and years. And then all of a sudden you're by yourself. Yep. So it's that, I think the thing that's important with this first question is you're single. Now what is to acknowledge that? Yeah. And, and once you kind of sit with that for a while, then it's like, well, what do you do next? Yeah. I, I remember the very first night, uh, or maybe it was the second night. It was like seven, eight o'clock at night and I wasn't at home. I wasn't with the kids. I wasn't there with my wife. I'm just thinking to myself, like I had this nagging anxiety in the background, like, wait a minute, I'm not home. I, I, I'm supposed to be doing something. What have I forgotten? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's not part of my life anymore. Mm -hmm. No, the kids obviously were, yeah. but just like being alone, completely alone mm -hmm. and having no responsibilities at like six o'clock 
on a Wednesday was the wildest feeling on the <laughs> face of the earth. And <clears throat> I don't know, a lot of, a lot of newly divorced guys, you know, they go running straight to the bar mm-hmm. and they want to get that, you know, confidence date to make sure that they're still, you know, attractive. They're still in the game and that, I don't know. I think that's the absolute worst thing you could possibly do. Yeah. I think it's, here's the thing. Here's the fun thing about it. There, whatever works for you works for you, right? Yep. There's going to be so many different things you can do. And I think one piece of advice I would give is do what works for you because everyone's going to say, you should do this or you should go meet someone right away or no, you need to wait and, you know, work through yourself first before you meet somebody else or, or you just need to go slay and, and you know, hook up <laughs> with some girls, especially if you, you know, your pipes are a little clogged cause you've been married for a while and it you didn't know, work. Yeah, it obviously been, didn't work out. Haven't been, you know, getting any. So, but I think how long was it for you before you went on a date after you, uh, separated um, or divorced? See, I was different. So see, I was, very yeah unmo- we know you're different. i was i was <laughs> i was very unmoored by the separation right yeah so i well, what is unmoored college boy what the hell does that mean <laughs> sorry it's a lawyer word. um i was you know not myself you know i yep. was just trying to i was kind of broken so i was and i was also very angry so i didn't really want to see anybody particularly you know, a woman at that point, because I was just so frustrated. So you didn't trust any of them. I didn't have any trust and all of that. So it took me probably about four months before I went out on an actual date with someone. Um, And then it became, I wasn't myself, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to be something that I thought I needed to be Mm -hmm. uh, because I hadn't dated forever. And I was like, well, this is what they're looking for. And that's, that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. So, but um, yeah, so it took me, you know, about four months. But again, I was trying to work on myself because I had so much anger. Yep. What about you? Um, uh, luckily, I was working like 70, 80 hours a week minimum. Um, and so I was so busy with work. I literally, all I had time to do was work, occasionally eat and sleep. And so that was a great distraction, but man, I noticed for like the first year, um, you know, I would go out for drinks with friends and I just didn't have the social energy. Like the very first time I went out, um, for drinks with friends, I was there for like an hour and a half and I was just exhausted by the whole thing. And I pulled an Irish exit. I was like, (laughs) I told one of my buddies, I was like, yeah, I got to get out of here. I got to do stuff in the morning. And it wasn't because I had anything to do. It was just... I was still just, you know, distraught and wasn't myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a long time, but I in, I did end up dating, same as you, about four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up dating a woman that I knew prior, um, not through a dating app, definitely wasn't ready for that. Um, and we dated for quite a while, and um, she was awesome. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're not dating anymore. Mm-hmm. Um but that's, uh, you know, that's the whole figuring out what in the world do you want? Do you want right. to date Slayer, be alone? Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't really honest. You know, she had no interest in kids. I've got two kids. Mm-hmm. And it was always kind of a, a point of contention. Like, she never got mad about it. But, you know, she didn't have kids. She didn't want to have kids. Like, mm-hmm. that isn't something long-term that she wanted to be a part of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, I wasn't 
super honest up front about that with myself um, or with her. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it wasn't the main reason, but it was one of the things. So I don't know. What do you want to do? Date, slay, or be alone. Right. And, and those are not, that's not an exclusive list, just FYI. Um, or do you just want to cuddle, buddy? Yeah, well, I don't, but. You know. <laughs> I yeah. enjoy a good cuddle. Yeah, yeah. Well, and good for you. <laughs> I, sh- I go on the date to, to, to like get them into my trap, but then I just want them to cuddle me. Jeez. I like a, to be the little Get spin. a teddy bear. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would say, one, that list is not exclusive, right? So yep. if you want to date, date perfect if you want to slay slay perfect if you just want to be by yourself fine just whatever works for you and it might you might go through all of those before you figure out what works best yeah because i started out alone and then i don't really think i never went through the slay phase but you know i did like go on dates and, and things but i think that that's once you have that moment when you're settled with yourself okay now i am by myself then yep. that next question that you ask would be okay what do i want you know, what, what do I, what am I looking for? What do I want to do? And again, like I said, it could be many things. It doesn't have to just be one, but once you have, once you kind of answer that question for yourself, then I think that will determine the way that you move forward with whatever that strategy might be. Right. Yep. Because we know that the road for a slang it's a dirty road. It's a dirty, nasty. Have you ever seen the hot, crazy road. matrix? Yes, I have. Seen <laughs> yeah, yeah. So strippers, it, Tiffany's, hairdressers. This is how you end up getting your clothes burned in your front yard, right? No, it's 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 a dirty road, and it probably leads to a main stage somewhere with some girl named Diamond to the main stage. You yeah, know, it's that's just, not going to end well. A, that's yeah. That's, so that's that road. If you want to go on that road, this is a no judgment place. This is. I'm going to highly yeah, advise against it. Yeah, I would I would say at least use protection. Uh, <laughs> something. But, but, you know, that's a different road than if you want to date and find someone that you kind of want to have a year or a long relationship with or whatever that might be. Yep. Um, so I think once you kind of figure out which, which road you want to get on, then we can start looking for the car that's going to get you down there. Yeah. But being super honest with what you actually want, Mm -hmm. because yeah, like, you know, the, the hot girl who's a train wreck is, you know, grabs your attention. Like, yeah, that sounds like fun. But then Mm -hmm. you realize, you know, this girl's 10 years younger than you. You don't understand half her vocabulary. You've got to go on uh, goddamn uh, urban dictionary (laughs) to Google everything that she says to you, she wants to go out every weekend. You've got kids, you've got <laughs> obligations. You can't go to thirsty Thursdays cause you got to get up and go to work on Friday. Yeah. Like, you know, that sounds like fun, but what's actually going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is going to come into some serious self-reflection seriously say, you know, is what, what do I, what's actually going to make me happy? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, know, that's hard to kind of figure out, you know, and it's going to, it, it does take a lot of self-reflection, as you said, you know, yep. because, you know, I'd like to, I, I like to use the buffet, um, metaphor a lot just to say, you know, it's like you've been, when you're married, it's kind of like you're on a, um, a, a fast or, or some kind of like super crazy <laughs> diet. Right. And you're, then all of a sudden you're, a, you're basically, you're a vegan. Ve- yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden you get this ticket to go to an all you can eat buffet yep. and you're standing there in the middle of the floor and it's like, well, do I want to go get a salad first or do I just want to skip the meal and get a dessert or what kind yep. of meat can I get? You know, and it's, it all looks great, right? Yeah. It all, you, you're hungry. 
Yep. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) what do I want? What do I want to get? So you could easily fall into that, that trap of, you know, well, this girl, she's, she's down, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. And if, Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I think you, you do have to have that. And it's hard. I mean, I wasn't taught as, as a boy and and as a young man growing up how to self-reflect. Oh, hell no. That's just not something that, I'm, I was too busy working. I was too busy, you know, being a dad, doing everything for everyone else. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, and not having that. And I'm just talking about myself. Yeah. Um, I don't want to generalize. But I never really kind of had that moment to self-reflect. So as crazy as it sounds, you might not really know how to do that. Right. Yep. And it, it's, but it's important that you try at least to take that time to try to figure out what you want. However, that might be if it's, you know, while you're in bed or sleeping or whatever, if you need to make a list or whatever it I might jur- be. I yeah. journal like crazy, which is one of the things I actually found going through my divorce that really helped me like process everything and survive the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But another thing about figuring out what you want, you know, as young men, you know, you look at media and everybody's told you need to be a pimp. You need to have 10 women. You just need to run around. And that's what, you know, a, a handsome, strong, attractive guy does. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I tried that when I was younger before I was married. And let me tell you, I was I was not a happy camper. You were a handsome, attractive guy. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing as many women as possible. Okay, sorry. Hey, okay. to hell with you. I am a handsome man. <laughs> um, and so I, I know that it's tempting to like. Hey, I want to go date ten women. I'm going to have all the fun in the world. But I, you know, I know for me that that is not going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it's. It's, it's a struggle, but being honest with what do you want? What's really going to make you happy? Do you want somebody who you're going to bring into your kids' lives at some point? Or are you going to keep that completely separate? You know, for me right now, I'm going to keep it completely separate. 100%. I mean, I dated um, the one woman for over a year and she never once met my kids. You know, for me, unless I, like we're going to start cohabitating, uh, which is going to take me two or three years, right? I'm I'm certainly never getting married again. <laughs> I don't know. You said you wanted to cuddle. Uh, you can cuddle without a legal agreement. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I really want like a long-term committed relationship. I really, really do. But yeah, I'm not bringing a government contract into it. Um, but you know, do you want somebody to be involved with your kids? Do you not? Do you want somebody that um, you know wants to get married and have their own kids yeah. or have more kids? You know, be super honest about that or you just want to be single and travel the world and, you mm-hmm. know, have a friend that you see once or twice a month to go do fun things with. Like that's mm-hmm. perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. Man, that sounds great. Uh. <laughs> At least for me. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think you're, you're totally right. It's, it's kind of just what you want. So once you, once you figure out that step, you know, once you figure out what you want, then I think the next question is, well, how do you execute on that? So yep. you figure out what you want. How do you meet that person? So, if I want to slay, yep, you know how how do how do I meet that person? Well, I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious. You know, you can you can get on Tinder. You can Tinderize it, which is the name of the show. Dude, Tinder can, Tinder's a shit show. I never had any yeah. luck. Like it was always it, well, it's a hookup site. Well, but still, like I don't know all the women <laughs> that I saw on Tinder, um, either a super young or b were um, you know, living off a check in a trailer, um, didn't take their health very seriously. And yeah, I just, 
Well, there's regional, no there's regional situations. <laughs> Geographical <laughs> considerations to consider. Yeah, but Hinge, Hinge was by far my best. Yeah, I think I think it goes to like you know like our next question, which is, how do you meet? So if you're looking for that sleigh, I always just thought Tinder was where you just went to hook up. Yeah, but um, you're too old for Tinder. Well, you know, <laughs> age is just says, a state of says mind. Says the guy who just turned forty. Yeah. So, um, and that's another thing. It's like we can talk about that when we get into the profiles. But um, there's like plenty of fish. There's Tinder. You know, these these sites that are just for hookups. And then there's always the old fashioned way. You know, you can you can go to the gentleman's club. You can go to you know. Hold on, hold on. Going to the gentleman's club is a terrible goddamn idea. It's not a good idea, but. If that's what you want, if you going I, I, down I, I that road, I don't actually know anybody that's ever actually like dated a stripper or met a stripper. Well, you, don't, you don't date a stripper, or <laughs> had any kind of interaction outside of a strip club. I don't know what kind of strip clubs you're hanging out. Well, at. I mean, stuff can go down inside of the club. Uh, I've <laughs> I've never had that experience. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, okay, okay, that that is a that if you want to go down that road, or you could go to church, road. Anthony. <laughs> well, I do. I do go to church. I don't go to yeah. church. I do not yeah. go to church. Um, but I hear you could meet women there. You can. So I think if you if you want to go down that sleigh road, great. But I think if you want to try to date someone and find someone that is a little bit more meaningful. Okay, so let's 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 kind of start with kind of what I learned as I was going through this process because I was not excited to get on dating apps. Why? Um, I just thought I was too old. I thought I haven't been in the game for over four, almost 14 years and yep. I can't talk to women anymore. I just didn't know how, what to say. So I was very apprehensive about dating apps. Yep. So I went to a friend of mine and I would, I would suggest. You want to make a vulnerable admission? What? Were you lacking a little bit of confidence? Yes, that was was that a vulnerable admission? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, shit. I was <laughs> actually. I remember having a conversation with my ex-wife like a year before we uh, separated. I was like, "Yeah, one of my biggest fears about getting divorced is I'm going to be 39, 40 years old, and you know, who's going to want me? Who's going to mm-hmm. want some old, dirty old man who's got gray hair in his uh, beard?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was goddamn scary. Mm-hmm. Um, especially yeah. like the first month or two, but now, now they don't give a shit. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it it's true. I mean, you, you know, you you have to kind of figure out, and it's it's hard to do right what what works for you. But for me, one thing that was critical, and I would highly recommend if you have the ability to do it, is find a nice female friend who. <laughs> probably is either married um, or in a relationship and they can guide, kind of guide you with some wisdom. And that's what I did. I had a, a married, one of my good friends' wives was very helpful for me. And what did she, she do? She basically kind of gave me some ideas on how to meet people outside of online. And then she gave me advice on my online profile once I decided to go online. But one thing she told me to do was to kind of join some groups um, or like clubs where you might meet people like a tennis club or, you know. And tennis skirts. I, I am yeah. a fan of tennis, tennis skirts. Yeah, something like that where you can meet people that are kind of outside your comfort zone. Um, she also had the recommendation of like going to like a high-end bar and a high-end, like in a high-end restaurant on a happy hour. 
she's like yeah but then you're gonna find a high maintenance woman that's gonna expect you to like buy all kinds of things and continue doing that kind of stuff or you could find which is what she said a professional that is just getting off work and wants to blow off a little steam okay that has their own thing going so which which happened to me you know no uh, once (laughs) <laughs> so that one know, time at band yeah, camp that one time at band camp so i mean i think <laughs> if you take anything away i think you need to get if you're in if you're starting to want to date and get into that get some ideas for you know a married female friend that kind of has her ear to what's going on because that was very helpful for me because i i did not want to get online at first so those were kind of things that i did um before see, i finally broke down and got online i I didn't date at all. And then, um, somebody that I already knew, um, <clears throat> and I started dating. And so I've only been on dating apps, I don't know, for three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I've had lots of success, lots of connections, lots of messages, numerous, numerous dates, but all of them have not been awesome so far. Mm. Um, the best success I've had dating has been through social connections, people I know. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that, you know, it's not like it's kind of feast or famine. You never know when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, putting the feeler out, letting people know that you are single, say, hey, um, you know, there's anybody you know. And it kind of sounds desperate, but you got to do it. You got to be bold. You got to be brave. You got to get out there and you got to mm-hmm. let people know, hey, man, I'm trying to find somebody. And so, Especially, you know, your married friends, like for me, all of my friends are still married for the most part, Mm -hmm. uh, aside from you and a couple others Mm -hmm. and, you know, reaching out to them, their social circles and doing it that way. But the, you know, the easiest way and the fastest way is dating apps. Yeah. So they're everywhere these days. Um, (laughs) how do you create your profile? Well, what are the tips, tips, and secrets? Secrets? <laughs> I don't know. I'm obviously still sync. <laughs> but it says on my shirt. Um, see, also, freedom. Yeah, freedom is down there. I don't know if y'all can see that. Um, so, obviously, I think the first thing is <laughs> picking the right app, right? Yeah. Um, All right, so what's your... Let, let's talk about apps. Yeah. So, Tinder, Tinder's... I don't know. It sucks, but I don't know. Maybe if you're like in your twenties, maybe it's for Mm -hmm. you, maybe your area, try them all out. But Tinder absolutely sucked for me. I've never done Tinder. Really? No. Okay. Cause I just, I just knew that it wasn't for me. (laughs) Yeah. Then hinge Hinge has by far been the best for me. Mm -hmm. Bumble, not as good as hinge, but definitely better than Tinder. And have you heard of the league? No. What's that? Okay. So the league has a vetting process. So, um, it's only for career professionals, higher income, um, membership, stupid expensive, but you can do three, they'll present you three possible matches a day. The only problem is they're like two, three, 400 miles away. Like Mm -hmm. I got presented with one match opportunity, you know, corporate lawyer, um, but she was in DC, Mm. like. I'm not commuting to DC for you a day. Like your mileage parameters or huh, no, like you, you put your location and they start in your location and get wider. So <laughs> they couldn't find anybody. <clears throat> like most of them were Louisville, Cincinnati, you know, like 60, 70 miles away. There were some here. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a, a factor of, you know, being in a town of 350, 400,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe the league is better in other areas, but I've talked to a couple other guys. I know one of them who introduced me to the league. And he's like, yeah, but it's only three a day. It takes forever to actually find a match. And they always present you people that are on the other side of the world. Sounds really exclusive. Uh, well, that's the whole idea is to cut out the, you know, the having to comb through 300 different ones. Mm -hmm. And so they do a manual review of every single, uh, application. And so they look at your pictures, they look at your career, they even make you link to your LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't know, it sounds like a cool idea. In People theory. ever date on LinkedIn? Just curious. I don't know. I kind of want to just start firing off. <laughs> yeah, I just about, when you said LinkedIn, I was like, I had never thought about LinkedIn. That might be something. We might be I, onto something. Actually, I went on a date with a, uh, a radiologist, <laughs> mm -hmm. and she told me that uh, she looked me up on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, mm -hmm. and Googled the daylights out of me uh, before we actually went on the date. Okay. Um, and she's still on the date. Wow, that's amazing. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, barking for the yak woman in the circus worked for her. Who knew? Um. So yeah, Hinge has been by far the best. Um, some women have told me that they've had success on match. Mm -hmm. Uh, I never got on match. I don't know. I just, it doesn't seem like a dating app. It seems like the old school stuff, mm -hmm. but I guess there's people still do it. I've never tried plenty of fish. I always kind of thought that was like, oh, was... oh and let's talk about Facebook dating. Yeah. Absolute goddamn dumpster fire. I've never At, done that. It is. Oh, it's so bad. It's I so, so bad. As much. Yeah. I, you know, I, um, I'm a fan of hinge. Um, because I think, don't the women initiate it on Hinge? No, so you match, and then the woman has to message you first. First, okay. So I think that, that that's good, because you get people that are that are serious. Um, I did match. Um, you know, it was okay. I did okay Cupid. It wasn't really, there was a lot of uh, catfish on there. Um, I thought about eHarmony, um, but that's that seems like, that's for like marriage. So I was just kind of like, not ready for that. Not, I just kind of want to go on some dates. Maybe yeah. have somebody to go on a weekend trip with, yeah, have some fun, have some fun. So I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, there, there, there's a ton out there, but I think, I think hinge by far is, is probably, um, one of our, one of the top ones. I think, um, I've heard good things about match. Um, I don't know anything about the league. Uh, you know, I know. I kind of figured you for farmers only. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned Farmers <laughs> Only because I was doing a little Googling um, on the Google box. The Google machine? And uh, I was trying to find some interesting dating sites. So I found a few. So there's there's metal dating. Like for metalheads? Yeah, if you're looking for a gothic or a heavy metal or, or a black metal music. <laughs> what the fuck is black um, metal? I don't know. I guess it's like when people like me do metal music. I don't okay. Know. Um, furry Mate. Um, I think we kind of know what that's about. If you want some fur play, um, this one's interesting. Four twenty singles. If you like somebody that likes to light up, okay, that is a. I'm gonna avoid it. That's an interesting one. Oh, and there's also women behind bars. Um, these are women seeking men outside of the prison walls. So, if I get a pen pal, does that mean like? Hopefully she's drawn like a government check and she can start sending it to me to take care of me to be her sugar baby pin pal. I think I think it's a recipe for a disaster unless you want to be on a wee reality TV show or something. <laughs> that, there's my ticket. There's my ticket. You can get $20,000 for it to exploit yourself. Uh, there's, there's my retirement right there. I'm just going to start 
my own uh, reality TV show. So there's one um, singles with food allergies. As somebody who has gout and is allergic to gluten. <laughs> there you go. You know. Then there's a stash passions. People that like uh, people with face, men with facial hair, I guess. Okay, so, I mean, we both have facial hair, but Movember's coming up. And oh, we could shave some stashes, shave some, yeah. get on there. Actually, that would be a fun-ass episode. Just shave a stash <laughs> and just get on stashes <laughs> only. Well, that was a stash match. Um, so, yeah. There, oh, and then there's clown dating, but obviously you have to be a clown. Well, I qualify. So, uh, but I think, um, yeah. Uh, no, I was not on Farmers Only, um, but that's that's been around for for a while. Um, but I, I think the main thing is, just what are you looking for? I think if you find like the quality ones, like we talked about, um, oh, I, they're all, I'm sure, quality for what you're looking for. But for me- False. Facebook dating is still a dumpster fire. Yeah, well, I knew that. That's why I never, <laughs> I was like, I'm never <laughs> wasting any time. But I think that <clears throat> that Hinge is a good one. So let's say, you know, we picked, we both have been on Hinge. I think you've used Bumble as well. Yeah. So, you know, we've, We've come to the road. We're on the road of dating, right? We've, yep. We're not on the other roads. Um, now it's time to kind of build our, our profile, right? Yep. So, you know, what what are some of the things that you have experienced and learned as you've built online profiles? What okay. works, what doesn't work? So being a marketing nerd, I approach this as a scientist and not as an emotional human being looking for a connection. I'm like, how can I absolutely A-B test this and optimize it? And so think about, you know, after you swipe a bunch of women, you know, you're swiping left, you're swiping right, mm -hmm. you know, what, what catches your attention? <clears throat> and so what is going to grab their attention? What's different? What's off the wall? And it doesn't have to be like, you know, some, I spent a shitload of money to take this picture. Mm -hmm. So, after testing a bunch of stuff, I found that my best picture was there was a professional photographer at a birthday party and I stuck my head through these two doors and it's just my head through the door with a big ridiculous expression on my face. Like I've got this big grin and I'm goofy as hell. Mm -hmm. It is by no way, shape or form a GQ photo, mm -hmm. but it's attention grabbing because it's so damn different. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I tested that back and forth with a couple other photos that I thought were like, you know, I'm doing awesome things. I'm on a mountain. I'm going off a ski jump. I'm doing all this cool stuff mm -hmm. that I thought was cool, but it actually is what is the most obscure photo that's going to not look like everybody else. And then once they see that photo, then they can start going to the other photos and say mm -hmm. like, okay, this is this person's interest. This is what they're into. But you know, um, what could possibly be the biggest difference? And so if you don't have that photo, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can get, on very simple photo editing apps, even on your phone, and just change it to like a bright pink background. Mm -hmm. Just like a simple shot of you. Uh, oh, another pro tip. Always have your profile picture just be you. Especially, God, there's nothing worse mm -hmm. than when you come to a woman's profile and it's literally nothing but her and like six people. Yeah. And then you go to the next picture and it's three women. And you're trying to figure, okay, which one are you? And then you have to go back, do long division, get out your slide rule, mm -hmm. and deduce which one it is. You know, always make it just you um, and make it something that stands out from everybody else. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Those are those are great tips. Um, I wish I knew that going in. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had some trial and error and I have I have some photos and, and we'll upload them here um, when we get to 
when we put all this together. I will flash it across your handsome face when I edit this damn thing. Yeah. So the first photo that I put up was a picture of me from Mardi Gras. Me and some of my friends went down to Mardi Gras for my uh, 40th birthday. And I thought it was a, be an awesome picture because it's me in the Mardi Gras parade. I got a bunch of beads around me. And then there's there's this girl, this random girl that I'm in a picture with. And yeah, she, no, they, they're, they're going to see it right now. And holy shit, yeah. this is the worst goddamn <laughs> idea I've ever seen. Like, so, yeah. you really thought that this was a good idea? Yeah, because I was like, oh, I want to show that I'm fun and exciting. And you have a shirt on that says straight out of marriage. Right. A bunch of Mardi Gras beads standing next to this girl in purple hair that kind of looks like an elf with a sign that says sex machine. Right. And then we've got the divorce party support squad behind you who's absolutely shit face drunk. Yeah. So you look like yeah. a responsible person. Yeah. That somebody wants to actually date. Right. So that picture, um, again, like I said, my married my my buddy's wife was very helpful. <laughs> and she basically said, you know, that's really not a good idea because why if you want to show that you're fun there's just too much going on in that one so um i quickly took that one down and then i was i was um i think presenting at a conference in las vegas and i i was thought i just looked really fly so i had and i'll show you this picture too it you're, was you're a handsome man in this photo yeah me in a in a a nice suit coat. I had my tie clip on and I took the, you know, the camera mirror selfie photo. Yeah. And I thought this is great. I look great. And so I put that up <clears throat> and then a couple of weeks later, my friend's wife, she basically said, that's a bad idea. And I said, what? I look Why? great. She's like, look at all the stuff that's going on in the background. She's like, you're in a hotel room. She's like, the bed is messy. She's like, women are going to wonder, do you have a home? You know, why are you in a hotel room? <laughs> why is the bed yeah. messy? Did why you just kick one messy? out yeah. and now you're firing right. up hinge trying to get the next one? It's like everything. <clears throat> and she's like, let me let me tell you how, how a lot of women think. They're, analy they're dissecting these photos. So while you look good, she's like, I'll give you credit. You look good. Your outfit's matching. They're looking at everything that's going on in the background and not... And, 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 and making up scenarios or thinking, well, why, why is it like this or why is it like that? So I was like, are you kidding me? You know, this is, this is, I thought this was a great picture. But when she explained that, I said, okay, well, let me take that down. So then what I, what I ended up doing was I put up two pictures. Um, one picture was me in California at the okay. beach. And it's just a simple picture of me standing in front of the ocean. You kind of look like Jay-Z with those shades. Yeah, I've been hearing that ever since <laughs> I was in high school. Damn, Jay-Z. Ruined my life. Um, but anyway, um, that picture actually got a ton of response. Okay. Um, and it's very simple. Um, it's, well, a, it's it's the red against the blue. The, There's a yeah. lot of contrast. It grabs attention. It grabs attention. There's a lot of colors. Not see, a lot going on in the see, background. I would have thought that the suit picture was better than the beach picture. So, yeah. You mean the one in the hotel room? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so, too. I thought it was a great picture. But it was when she talked about everything in the background. And she's like, there's just too much going on back there. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't realize that. So that's when I, I switched to... That picture, and then I, I used a picture also from work um, that is a professional shot, uh, kind of like along the lines of what you were saying. Yeah. So there's just 
there's just so many things that go into picking that picture. And so it, it, one other thing of that sticks out about this is, so I dabble in photography mm-hmm. as a hobby. So there's, uh, I'll, I'll flash it up on the screen, but basically you got thirds, okay? And so if you drew two lines and vertical and two lines horizontal, so you're going to have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, nine boxes. And so where the corners of those boxes are in the top left, top right corner, your head should go there. Like that other picture, you were in the dead center. It kind of looks like a mug shot. It looks <laughs> like... You, you seem intimidating, but if you're off to the side and your head is right at the intersection of the third, uh-huh. like if you ever look at like an artsy photo, you always want it in the third, in the mm. in one of those corners. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and so you're actually a little outside the third, but it, it just makes you seem more trustworthy, mm-hmm. more easygoing, whereas in the other one, like you're kind of front and center, you're taking up more space. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing. I... I would strongly encourage it. And so I actually had a buddy reach out. He's been divorced like four or five years. And he actually called me and asked me like, hey, what do I need to do about my dating photos? And the first picture was him holding up a goddamn fish. Oh, gosh, (laughs) yeah. Unless you're on farmers only or like anglers only, (laughs) like no fish pictures, period. Yeah. But all of his pictures were just weren't that great. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I encouraged him, hey, man, go, go hire a professional photographer. Like go spend a hundred bucks, go find some wedding photographer, baby photographer, and get a couple pictures. Like it seems really Mm self-absorbed, but it's an investment in your future. It's an investment Mm -hmm. in your dating life. Like if you were trying to market your business, would you just take a picture with your cell phone in the, you know, and kind of look like a terrorist in a goddamn cave with poor lighting? Or are you going to take a photo of your products or services and hire a professional? Like, invest in yourself. Go do it. It's. Yeah. I mean, I know it's going to feel awkward. Um, actually, this is a great business idea. I just need to start uh, <laughs> a professional photographer. Like, we will set up your dating profile for you uh, and do professional photography. But get some serious pictures. And even if it's not a professional, mm-hmm. like iPhone cameras are great. Set it on portrait mode. Get one of your friends uh, to come help you. Mm-hmm even better if it's a woman, but if not, it's one of your buddies, like take some real serious pictures. Um, and another thing a a woman told me, not that I've ever committed this sin, but never be shirtless in your profile picture. Like if you want to have a shirtless profile somewhere buried, like three, four, five Mm -hmm. down deep, do it. Like if you're jacked 100% go do it, but never, ever, ever put one in your, uh, initial because a it just makes you kind of look like a sleazeball like you're only out looking to get ass mm-hmm. um and you're gonna get swipe left all the time yeah i i heard that there was an article that i read um and i can we can attach the link here um i think it was in daily mirror about the pics that are kind of a turn off and shockingly the the shirtless picture was one and when i read the article they talked about how particularly like the gym selfie look i get it you've just been in the gym you're swole got the pump you got the pump you got Gotta the have six the pump. pack and you're just like i want to take a picture in that mirror because everything is just great right but that like you said it's actually a turnoff to i think it was like 67 percent because wow one it shows that um you're a little they, they obviously a lot of people are trying to psychoanalyze everything yeah right they're dissecting it. So they're like, well, maybe they don't have enough time. You're a narcissist. narcissist. You, you're too self-absorbed. You don't have any friends. Yeah. And then, you know, it's all these things. Well, you know, I want to be the pretty one, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, all of this. And so, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of different things that go into that. So, 
you know, I always kind of, I read it, I read an article about creating dating profiles and I, I think I have the, the link I can put in here. And they were saying that one good thing to do is to kind of have a picture for each season. So like, you know, there's a picture of you maybe in the fall, you know, and like I don't a have sweater a sweater like, or something. And then mine is a surprise photo. I do have, well, I had a summer photo. I had one of me in a speedo uh, yeah, on Fourth of July. Not recommend that. I know it actually worked <laughs> out really well. It was an American flag speedo. It was hilarious. It got lots of comments, although probably not not the greatest idea. It's not on there anymore. But yeah. while it was up, it worked. I've got it got comments, but did it get dates? Yeah, well, yeah, it did. Well. Um, but none of the ones from the dating apps really worked out. So I don't know if it was the right picture to attract the woman that I was looking for. Yeah, I've got one from uh, a ski trip mm-hmm. uh, in the mountains. Another one from a hiking trip. I don't. Know, I think that you know whatever your hobbies or interests are, mm-hmm. like you don't just want to be drunk at a bar in every picture. And actually I don't have a single picture from a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to attract somebody that's, you know, likes the outdoors, likes going on adventures, likes traveling, likes doing all this fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not looking for a woman who is, you know, age appropriate, uh, <laughs> and getting drunk every okay. single weekend. Like that's just not, that's not what I'm into. I yeah. don't want to do that. Um, and so I try and like, I try and put forward pictures that show my interest, but also show that I'm fun. I'm outgoing. I like to do fun things mm-hmm. and it, it's, it's who I am. Yeah. And so like, that's another thing is be you 100%. Yeah. Just yeah. be you. No, I agree. I think being who you are is, is very, very helpful. Um, but I, I think, um, you know, if you can have kind of a wider range of showing who you are, um, I think it's also good to have one picture with friends just so you look like you have some friends. Yeah. Um, so it's not like, you know, it's just you everywhere. Um, so I would, if you have a pet or a dog, I think that that would be a good thing. Dogs. Yeah. If you can put that in a picture. Yeah, dogs are great. great. Yeah. That would now, be great. I can't stand dogs. I realize I'm the only human on the face of the earth yeah, that yeah. doesn't like dogs. I can't stand dogs. They stink. They, they ruin everything. They smell. They slobber. But... Okay. <laughs> so our buddy Ben has a dog. He's got his dog all over his dating profile, and it just works phenomenally well. Mm-hmm. And he loves his damn dog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I, I think if if it shows that you're responsible, I think it can show that you know you are able to care for something. <laughs> and keep I, th- it all I right. think it shows that you can't go in your backyard without shoes on. That's what I think. Well, that too. Um, but a lot of people don't mind that. Um, but yeah, so I th- I think you know. At the end of the day, when it comes to obviously the profile pick, you need to invest in, put some time in it. If you can do a professional shot, do it. But like um, the, the iPhone but, with the portrait mode, yeah, the iPhone works. with the portrait that mode that works can work. You don't have to nice go spend one hundred fifty dollars on a photo. Photo, and then I think having a nice representation <clears throat> of photos, you know, you can have that shirtless pick. It, it can be amongst the collage of other picks, but a never pic the main photo. Somebody, never the main photo. Please avoid the gym selfies. They just they don't. That's not a good look. I mean, it's just yep. not a good look. Um, yeah, if you're going to be shirtless, you know, it needs to be like at a beach, at, or at something. the beach, yeah. at the pool, yeah. with friends doing something social. Right, not just you with your shirt off because it yep. looks kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, you know, I think that you know once you kind of get that the photos because 
that's obviously the most important part, right? That's what's going to attract initially. In some cases, I guess, like that's all you see, right? When yep. you're swiping is the photo. So definitely in, it puts some time in that. Um, but then after you have the photo, you got to build a profile, yeah, <laughs> right? Well, so, so depending on which stuff. one you are, yeah. you're going to have to build a, a longer or shorter profile. But um, <clears throat> so again, it comes down to being different. Um, and so I Googled the shit out of this when I started, when I, uh, first started building my profile, I was like, okay, what do I do? And I ended up deep in Reddit and in like these pickup artist forums. And I was just like, this feels kind of sleazy, but you can still take a lot of, um, tips away from it. Now mine literally just says professional fun haver. Mm-hmm. That's literally the only thing on there. And it's, that is a terrible Terrible profile. <laughs> like you should actually have something that, you know, is interesting, different, piques their interest. Think of it like a marketing hook. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, if I was, I don't know, think of a product, name a product, anything. Soap. Soap. <laughs> All right. So gets you clean and it is great is a terrible hook because the the problem is i don't want to be clean the problem is i stink like a yeti Mm -hmm. and i want to smell handsome and so remember those um old spice commercials yeah yeah Yeah. so they would catch you with a hook smell smell uh like america smell fantastic Mm -hmm. not it will get you clean so like what's that hook what's that thing that's really going to capture somebody's attention Mm -hmm. and again it needs to be really be you Mm -hmm. but you got to nail that hook and it's you know um actually one of my greatest pickup lines of all time and it's hilarious it doesn't work 60 percent of the time it works every time anthony have you seen my nintendo thumb In 1995, this thumb was the highest score on seven games on the Super Nintendo NES. Have you ever seen a thumb this good before? (laughs) What? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's so off the wall, and you have to say it confidently, and it's dumb as shit. Yes. And they just just look at you, they're like, what? Yeah, if you're like in an arcade, that probably... No, 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 this is in a bar. Um, it's dumber in hell, but it makes him stop and like, what? And then they either laugh because they think you're funny because uh-huh. they think you're cute or you just kind of look like a weirdo. And then they go away. <laughs> I said like 60% of the time it works every time, but it's just, sticking out. it's just being different. Yeah. You that's know? definitely different. <clears throat> Saying like, I really like hiking. I really love my dog. I love mm-hmm. going to football games. Mm-hmm. Like everybody says that, mm-hmm. like what's something you're into that's totally different. You know, and how mm-hmm. can you make that original? Mm-hmm. Um, Google it, hit Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a million and one that you can just copy and steal mm-hmm. um, if you don't want to put the time into it. Um, you know, it's not hard, but be be you. Yeah, I think that that's key. I mean, for me, I I like a little humor, so I, I inject a lot of humor into things. What does your say? Do you know? I have a lot of jokes. Like, I don't know. I have I have some dad jokes. I can't think of any of them right now. God, but, there's um, nothing better than a good dad joke. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, I, that that's kind of what I do. Um, you know, I, on Hinge, for example, it, it it takes a a good chunk of time 
um, to go through the survey and to, to do answer all the questions. And I think it's very easy to just say, I'm just going to skip all this. But I would recommend, you know, taking that time. Um, you only have to do it once. And it's going to help you really find somebody um, that you will match with. Um, and I think that it's well, not important. just somebody that you'll match with, but actually somebody that when you meet in person, right, you'll have things you'll actually have a connection. You'll be able mm -hmm. to talk to them because if you just, you know, if you go copy somebody else's bullshit off the internet mm -hmm. and you have all these fabricated photos, like yeah, you're going to get matches, yeah, but then you're going to go on a date and then you're on a date with somebody you can't even stand and don't even want to be around, right? So yeah, I I agree. So we've got the profile pic, we've we've filled out the descriptions, <clears throat> we've got our jokes or our whatever. Um, taglines. So then we were active, we're go, and then we get a hit, right? So what do you do when you get that, that message or that, that hit? What do you, what's, what's the next step? How do you, what do you say? What do you do? Not high. <laughs> <laughs> so let me show you my Nintendo thumb. Dude, the Nintendo thumb, <laughs> the next time we go out, I'm going to, I am going to, I'm going to let you pick out any woman in the Not bar. While and, I'm around. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you get to pick the woman. You pick her out, and then I'm gonna go put the Nintendo thumb down. Uh, and if and if I get her number, you're buying me a drink. I'll be like, ma'am, I'm sorry, he just got out today. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> we, we just only let him out a few day, times a day. Side note: Have you ever played the uh, Guess My Profession game? No. Okay, so you're at a bar, and we see a woman uh, over across the bar that you kind of like. So I go up to her. I'm like, excuse me, see my handsome friend over there? Mm -hmm. He's a little shy. <laughs> But I don't know. I, he really likes you. Thinks you're attractive. You know, he's an astronaut, and you know, he's not around a lot. He doesn't have a whole lot of time for dating. But he's on like a six month break. You know, would it be okay if he bought you a drink? And then I give you the wink, and you have to come over, and then you have to figure out what your profession is. Oh, oh I have to figure out. Oh, that's pretty cool. No, I've never. You're, done you're that. an astronaut. Yeah. But you don't know it. Oh, that's hilarious. And then you have to ask her question. And it's fun. And then you tell them like five minutes into it. Like, yeah. We were just playing a game. And if you actually have a connection, they think it's hilarious. Because yeah. it's, it's harmless, right? I like that idea. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Let, let's do that instead of the Nintendo thumb. No, the Nintendo thumb's great. <laughs> uh, so what do you do when you have that, that hit? Well, you don't say hi, right? So you want to look at their profile, actually read something or look at a photo. Like if they've got a travel photo, um, you know, don't say where was that photo taken? Mm -hmm. You know, just take a stab at it. Right. Um, because if you say, where is that photo taken? You're putting all the work on them and mm -hmm. they're like, they didn't put a whole lot of effort into it. But if you guess something or you intentionally guess it wrong, yeah. then they want to tell you you were wrong. Like they get excited. Think about it as like arguing in the comments, hmm. you know, what is going to engage a conversation? Um, so ask them something about one of their photos. Um, you know, if, you know, you see something in a description that you can ask them a question about, but make it open-ended, mm -hmm. you know, never, never ask them like a yes or no question. So let's just say I saw a picture of a woman that was obviously in Italy. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, how was Italy or is that, you know, Rome say, whoa, was that Naples? what was your favorite part about Italy? And now you've got that open-ended question right. where they can actually jump into it and expound. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have the three, the three message rule. Okay. So if I ask you three open-ended questions and you never respond with mm -hmm. a question, mm -hmm. done, sorry. Like they don't care. Like right. they, 
they're not putting any effort in and that's just not like it's not going to pan out because you're going to sit there you know they answer your question with like a paragraph and then you have to read into it and then you ask them something else open-ended mm-hmm. um <clears throat> but it's never like hey where are you from mm-hmm. hometown and then like it's just a, a short one liner like ask engaging open-ended questions um that's going to engage a conversation Mm -hmm. and also i haven't done this but i want to do this Mm -hmm. so you can get on fiverr or upwork and for like five or seven bucks an hour you can get a a virtual uh assistant Mm. and so i want to just pay the virtual assistant to go through all the messages (laughs) send the first message Mm -hmm. and then when they respond they just send me uh, a message or a Slack or a text message or something and say, hey, you should respond to this person um, because it can be time consuming as hell to sit there and go through. I guess button. if you're getting a lot of messages, man, you must be, that Nintendo thumb must be really working. Huh? The Nintendo thumb kills, man. <laughs> the Nintendo thumb kills. I actually stole the Nintendo <laughs> thumb from somebody else that I saw do it and it was hilarious. Um yeah, I think you're right. Op- asking open-ended questions um, is very key, right? Because everybody yep. wants t- to talk. Looking at photos, looking at their occupation, you know, just kind of building questions from there. I think, um, you know, you you don't want to come across too too hard. Like I remember there was a there was um there was a girl that I had matched with, and uh, she had like a irish shirt on or something at a pub and i had just got my 23 and me back and i found out that i was like no six percent seven percent irish or something and so i was like oh you know i see that you're are you irish you got that shirt on i was like um i have some irish in me would you like a little irish in you (laughs) You i don't know that's kind of creepy that was a horrible thing so yeah i think you kind of have to know what you want to say i would not recommend going in that hard um but i i think if like you said if you can build a conversation the the three question rule is interesting um i think that's something that is a good idea to do because if you can learn a lot about what their intentions are if you if they don't ask you any questions yeah no i mean if, if they if they aren't putting as much into me as i'm putting into them mm-hmm. like i i'm not that's what I did in my marriage and it was mm-hmm. really not fun. <laughs> and so I'm not going to do that again. Like I want them to be just as into me as I am to them. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard, especially if you get, you know, this nine or 10, who's a complete smoke show mm-hmm. and you're thinking, wow, she's actually interested in me. And I'm just going to go, you know, eat out of the palm of her hand. Like it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if I get a short response the first time, eh, the second time I'm starting to get irritated and by the third time, like screw it, I'm done. Um, and then another rule I have is we will, I will only message them in the app for two days. Mm-hmm. Like either the conversation's going well or it's not. And at the end of two days, I'm going to move it to a text message conversation. Mm-hmm. One for two reasons. A, it's a higher level of engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just say, Hey, um, I don't check this as often as I do my phone. Um, feel free to text me. Don't say, please text me because then you're like being aggressive, whatever. Just give them your phone number and say, Hey, uh, if you 
want to text, you'll probably get a fast response if you text me. Um, and usually they text you right away. So A, you've got a higher level of engagement, you're moving you know, forward. Mm -hmm. And second, now you've got their phone number, mm -hmm. which means you can actually make sure that they're a real human being and not a catfish. There's a website yeah. called thatsthem.com. Mm -hmm. uh, it's great, so I used it in real estate uh, to go find people's phone numbers you know, from an address. But it's a free website and you just go to the website, set it to phone number, put in their phone number, nine times out of 10, it's going to bring back who that person is. Make sure that the name on the dating app matches the name there. Also, you can put the phone number in uh, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're only getting like five or seven pictures on the dating app. You find Facebook, you're going to get their name, make sure it matches. And then you actually get to see all their public photos and you get a better idea of who they actually are. Mm -hmm. And then from that, you've got their name. You can put that into Instagram um, and you know, if they don't have a private profile, you can learn a lot more about them and like, is what they've been telling me mm -hmm. for the last two days, is this who they really are? Or are they catfish? Are they making this stuff up? Um, and so getting that phone number is great for two reasons. Um, and then also before I ever meet them, I, I always have a phone call mm -hmm. or a FaceTime date mm -hmm. every single time. Um, not because I'm afraid for my safety, but as you know, a lot of time those pictures mm -hmm. do not match. Yeah, they don't match. The woman who shows up. Or their, their <laughs> older pictures. Um, so that's why the FaceTime. I also. Oh, no, no, the, no. I'm talking FaceTime. about the 30 pound. Oh, yeah. So the, the 30 pound uh, social or uh, the dating profile pictures. Right. They I were mean, always five years ago, 30 pounds ago. Mm -hmm. They're old pictures. They, you know, they don't look that way. That's why. I also have the FaceTime rule. I always FaceTime before we meet in person. Um, actually, on Hinge, you can FaceTime on Hinge if you don't want to um, go to your phone. But I think it's, I'm sure you can do it on other ones as well. But that's critical because you yeah. got to see, you know, who who they are. And, um, you know, you don't want to get a situation <clears throat> where you, I've had many of, of dates where, one time the, the she walked in, I didn't even recognize her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and she came and she talked talking to me. And I'm like, who is this person that's talking to me? I was like, I don't, I'm waiting for my date. And yep. Then they told their name and I'm like, <clears throat> whoa. I was like, that, what happened? And, that didn't um, even look like you. Yeah. And as we talked, you know, I found out that that picture was like. A decade ago? Yeah, like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. So that obviously there was not a second date. Yeah, another but, tip yeah. for your photos. Make sure they're with at least in the last yeah, year. Do, yeah, don't, don't do that because you'll find a lot of that. And, you know, let's, let's just be honest. You're going, you're going to run into catfish. You're going to find they're, they're out there and there's a lot of them out there. Um, I've, so before, I've never been it. catfished, but I have, I have had the 30-pound the yeah. well, five-year-old I consider picture. that catfish. I mean, yeah, yeah, fair. I think it's kind of... <clears throat> I've broadened the definition of catfish yeah. a little bit to include the deceptive tactics of, you know, pictures from years ago or pictures that aren't, you know, how you look now. I, I would consider that to be catfishing um, or even going as far as not doing what they say they do or, or whatever yeah. that might be. So I think that um, it's going to happen. I yep. mean, and you just have to be, ready for that because that's just the 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 state of online dating i mean yep. 
It's it's because everybody's yeah. trying to put their best foot, version yeah. of themselves forward mm-hmm. and hoping that like once you get there, you know, you'll be okay with the fact that they lied to you. Right. Which saying they lied to you. Also, yeah. remember that all the stuff I just told you about checking them out, looking Facebook, Instagram, right. that's them.com. They may not know about that's them.com, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you they're Googling you. Right. So you should go Google yourself, see what pops up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, know what they're seeing. Make sure it's actually what you want people to be seeing about you. You know, usually it's going to be social media profiles that pop up, any news articles. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, check yourself out. Um, but back to messaging. One thing I forgot. So there are these things called best self cards. Mm-hmm. They're like 20, 30 bucks. You can get them on Amazon. And so I used them at a team building retreat I don't know, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're awesome. They're absolutely awesome. And mm-hmm. so if you're looking for engaging conversation prompts, um, you can get a deck, for, you know, like 20 bucks and just go through there. And so they've got different decks. There's like date night, there's romance. Like I've even got one that's called Little Talk that I use with my kids um, okay. to like have engaging conversations with them. But, you know, like one of the questions in the date deck is, you know, getting to know somebody, breaking the ice. Um, but like an example, one of the questions is, tell me the last time you did something for the first time. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you did something you were scared of or afraid of? Um, and so just these really unique questions. So A, mm-hmm. it makes you different. They remember the conversation and you're actually like making a connection. You're actually learning about them. They're opening up and it's not just like, hey, my favorite sports team's this mm-hmm. and I like to go to do this and this is my favorite drink and this is what I do on weekends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can actually you know, start to build that connection, learn more about that person. Yeah. Um, and so 10 out of 10 recommend the bell self cards. Yeah. Those are, those are very helpful. Um, I, I, I went online and there's an article that I can, we can attach to the, to this video. It's kind of like 30 great conversation starters. Um, yeah. And Reddit, just search yeah. in Reddit and search in Reddit in the dating, uh, our dating. Yeah. You'll, you'll find, what what you need but i think the main thing is just to try to you're trying to get to know this person right i mean at the end of the day that's what you're trying to do so if you you can you can find cards or, or google you know introductory lines but if you just start off asking questions i mean then you know you'll 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 if it's meant to be the conversation will grow from there um so th- that's kind of where I kind of approach it because yep. I, I mean, I ask questions for a living. That's what I do. But um, <laughs> I just, I, you know, want to know something. So, you know, I, I just ask questions. So um, I think that that's, that's important too. So, you know, you get, you know, you get the call, you know, they may, maybe you're texting them now. Maybe you've had that FaceTime kind of meet phone call. Everything is looking, you know, pretty good. So, the next step is what the heck do you do for a first date? So I had a string of like four or five dates over a period of two weeks. And I was spending like a hundred, hundred fifty dollars on each one of these. And that just, it's what started, were you doing? Huh? Just going to dinner. Dinner. Uh, you know, go to a decent dinner. You spend 80, hundred bucks and you go for one drink and then you're at another 30 or 40 bucks. <laughs> like, you know, it becomes a serious expense. And I don't know, like you don't really get to know somebody. Um, and so now my go-to every time first date, we're going for a walk. Mm. 
Um, there's this really nice park kind of close to where I live. It's mm-hmm. this nice uh, tree. It's paved path, but it's like you've got an option to do like a half mile, mm-hmm. which is going to take like 10, 15 minutes, you know, at a leisurely pace. Or there's like a five mile version or you could be gone for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And so like if I meet him and things are going well, when we get to the intersection, I can choose to keep on going. Mm-hmm. And then we make that long path and if things are going well after that like hey let's go get coffee let's go get an ice cream plus it's in the middle of the day so there's not going to say what time of day do you do these (laughs) usually on weekends or like right after work so it's like in the day not near not dusk or not late evening yeah no let's not be a creeper and ask somebody to meet us in a park (laughs) right (laughs) like this park is there's usually a tons of people around right um and a really so middle of the day it's in a really nice yeah. upscale neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so it feels very, very safe. There's tons of people around. It's not like you're asking them to meet you uh, at midnight on the swing set. Yeah. Just, um, just clarifying, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you don't want to go to walk at a park, just go walk around your downtown or whatever uh, seems like fun because not to be a cheap ass, but I mean, you know, let's just say 10% of these first dates or something you want to see or something you want to continue to pursue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're looking thousand, two thousand dollars just to get one person that you kind of want to have a second or third date with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe I'm just accepting too many dates and I'm not being choosy, but 10% is about what I want to see a second date out of so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love going on a date. Um, I don't know. I'll go to a bar every now and then, but it's just, I don't know, I'm kind of past that phase of my life. And if all she wants to do is go get hammered and party, like that's just not somebody I want to spend a whole lot of time with. Mm -hmm. And so I'll always default to a walk, but then, you know, let's, let's go do something. Let's go rock climbing. Let's go to a museum. Like one girl, I went to, um, uh, a, a Van Gogh exhibit like the digital Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know, an hour long. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was actually really, really cool. Um, but okay. just things that you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's another thing. Oftentimes guys will bend over backwards to conform to what they think the woman wants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you just go to dinner and drinks and then, I don't know, it sets the tone of, hey, this is who I am. This is what I like to do. And then you can tell whether or not they're having fun or not. Like I mm-hmm. went on a... Uh, an actual proper hike with this one girl. She's like, Oh, I love the outdoors. It's great. Mm-hmm. But we went on about a four mile hike and it was, eh, it was moderately challenging mm-hmm. after the first mile. She's like, you think we could turn back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not like, you know, that's the end of the world. But I learned really quickly, like we don't have the same interests. Yeah. I think, um, I agree. I think kind of doing something not expensive because I, I do not like to spend, money. <laughs> yep. So, you know, I think I always like to do like a coffee date. Mm-hmm. Usually it's early in the day. Um, sometimes it's like before work and damn, you get up early. That, yeah. Well, I, I'm an early riser. So that, that those always work for me. Um, I like to do something where I can leave if I want to leave. And I feel like if you're at dinner, you're kind of stuck. And you can't really, if you get there and there and there's no connection, then you kind of got to finish the meal and then you got to pay for the meal. So I, I would rather do something light like coffee, um, to kind of start the day, get to know them. Um, I think, I think walking or doing something outside, 
I think the key for me is doing something that's not a huge time commitment and and doing something where I'm not kind of like trapped there for a yeah. while where I have that escape. Um, so I'll, sometimes I'll, you meet somebody, you know, in like five minutes, this person sucks. Right. Like, we are not going to get along. Mm-hmm. This is not great. And I don't want to sp- spend the next like four hours with this person. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of how I, you know, Starbucks, Panera, something like that. Panera's um, coffee sucks shit. Yeah. Usually Panera's, I don't know what I get at Panera. I don't remember. But, um, the quiche is nice. Yeah. <laughs> they have good, the quiche. They have good cookies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then for like, second or third dates i like to do things um like you said that i like to do so it'll be i don't know um i like fun stuff so i like going out um i still do like to go out and have drinks every now and then um i like to go you know if there's if they like if there's a club that has music i like to do that i love live music if i can go sit somewhere and no. have a meal or a nice drink and hear live music i'm in heaven um hey i had a second like date that. a week ago mm-hmm. um and this girl suggested we go to this place called activate games i had so much goddamn fun mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of like an escape room but there's oh, okay. all these different games um <clears throat> and i don't know just go look at their website, Activate, Activate, Games. Activate Games. I think they're local here. They may be a chance. I don't know. But it's kind of like the same escape idea as Escape Room. room. Mm-hmm. And we went, dude, granted, there was like a 10-year-old's birthday party uh-huh. uh, going on there. Yeah. But I had an absolute blast. And I don't know. I was super pumped that she suggested it. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. If that does, if this one doesn't work out, I will definitely be taking dates back there. Because it tells me real quick, like... Can they have fun? Uh-huh. Like, granted, I'm a big ass kid, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm an overgrown ass kid, but I had a blast. And if somebody else that I'm going on a date with isn't going to have fun right. uh, doing that, like, we're probably not going to work out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think that kind of circles back to doing something that you like to do. Um, that's fun. You know, I like, I like uh, karaoke. I like bowling. I like miniature golf. You know, these are kind of things that karaoke I'll, wheel of death. What? Have you ever played karaoke Wheel of Death? I don't think so. I might have played it in <laughs> Vegas, I think, at some point. So it's the, it, it's kind of like the uh, Guess Your Profession game. Okay. So we all get up there, and you get on stage, but everybody else you're with gets to pick what song you're going to sing, and you don't know until it comes on the screen. Oh, okay. And you just have to, and so. whoever does the best uh, wins and whoever does the worst has to buy the next round of drinks. Yeah. That's, I think I, I think I did do that. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that it's, um, you know, we, you don't have to over stress, you know, and analyze it. I think if it's just something fun that you want to do, um, and they respond to that, great. If not, then you kind of, you kind of move on to the next one. But I think, you know, you must, as you said, Morgan, you did, you don't want to do something that you don't necessarily want to do because you think that's what they want to do Yep. because that's setting a bad precedent. And one thing you, you have to do when you start dating someone new, especially coming out of a situation where you're divorced um, is setting that precedent, right? You want to set that precedent early on. This is what I want to do. This is something that's fun to me. Um, and if you can do that and they're good with that, then great. But if not, you don't want to set the precedent of I'm going to just, 
you know, stifle what I want to do to please you. That's a bad precedent to set. Kind of like what you were doing to try and save your marriage for yeah. like the last, I don't know how many years. And you don't want to do that because you, yeah, don't, no, you don't, don't want to set Never that want to do that again. Yeah. So set precedent, gentlemen. Set precedent. <laughs> so that's a perfect question. So we go on one, maybe two dates and we're just like, yeah, they're they're attractive there's a lot of good things about them but there's a couple just glaring flaws and i know that this isn't going to work out you know what do you what do you do i'll let them go how uh i i'm an adult and i have a conversation and i'll do you do on the phone or you little bitch and you just text them (laughs) no i'll 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 call or you know it depends so many people text these days it's like talking you know yeah so if it's if we're, if that's the how it is, that's how it is. But I think after you've been through a marriage, and especially if you're a father, um, like we are, um, there's really not time. I'm not saying there's not time, but I really don't have the time or the energy or the desire to try to play games or to try to keep stringing someone along. If I know it's not until you get your tires slashed, right? If it's not going to work, it's not going to work. But I've always found that being honest and upfront is helpful Um, because at the end of the day, let's say you are clicking, right? And you ghost them, or you know you you're an you're an asshole when you talk to them. You don't know if you might see them again, or you might come back around to them again. So you you never want to close the door, right? Um, But I think if you are honest and and open and they can respect that then great then you've got that door it's there if ever you want to go back if they don't and you're honest and open and they don't respect that that kind of tells you a little bit more about who yep. they are and, and even better for your decision right, yep, 100%. To, to let it go so i think that you know i think it's um obviously there's some people that want to build a roster you know they want to have they want to have a team Right. Yeah. So they'll keep them on the they'll keep them on the roster just to have them, even though they know that they're not clicking. Um, that's not the type of person I am. But that's yeah. There are people out there like that. And I'm not judging if that's what your thing is. If that is your thing, tell them like, hey, we're not dating exclusively, and be really upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you owe the other person honesty. You don't owe them anything beyond that, but you you need to be honest. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. I've ghosted. I've ghosted. <laughs> but never somebody I've actually gone on a date with. Okay. No, I've ghosted people I've yeah. just talked yeah. to on an app. Yeah. Um, if it went flat or they were just obnoxious, I was just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, if you if you haven't met this person, then that's fine. Yeah. But if you've went out with them and had dates or, you know, even, even been intimate with them or whatever, I think it deserves that conversation. And look, I think one thing I do is I, I tell the truth and I, 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 I put it on me. Yep. You know, I've went through this, you know, horrible situation. You know, I'm, I'm still trying to adjust. You know, I have all of these responsibilities, including being a single parent. See, I don't and think that, you owe them any explanation other than I just don't want to pursue this and that's it. Well, I, I mean. I don't you, think you have to give them an explanation. You don't, you don't have to, but I, I like to because, you know, I just. I just feel, especially if I've went on multiple dates with this person, yeah. I just feel like, um, I think of the things that I wouldn't want. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be ghosted by somebody yeah. that I've, you know, went out with a couple of times. And I, I think I would want a little bit more of an explanation if it ended than yeah. this, this isn't, but that's what I want 
So yeah. I try to mirror that with people, yeah. uh, with, with other people. So, I, I mean, I think it's just kind of whatever works for you and whatever works for the situation that you're in. Um, again, like I said, if, if you want to keep them along and keep them in the roster, hey, this is a no-judgment university. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I yeah. think that you probably would be better off <laughs> if, um, you know, you're honest and upfront. Because, like I said, we've, we've all kind of earned the right to get what we want. Yeah. And I, I think this idea of, of us having to just kind of settle or, well, maybe, you know, I'll just, I'll stifle what I want because, yep. you know, that, that is bullshit after yep. what we went, went, went through, especially. Which as, goes back as, to the very yeah. beginning of this is yeah. get super goddamn clear on what you want. What you want. And yeah. don't fucking settle for anything less. Right. And so I, I think that we've deserved, we have earned, excuse me, that right to, you know, get what we want. And so if it's not working and it's not working and you just move on. So let, let's, let's let me give you a scenario. You're not Anthony, the handsome, you don't, you can't just pull girls left and right. And you've been on dating apps and you've, you know, swiped right a thousand times and you finally get a match and you see a couple red flags. Um, you know, what do you say to that guy? who's not having a whole lot of success dating because he's got shit profile pictures with him holding up a fish that looks like him. Uh, he's a terrorist in a cave with terrible lighting. He has a terrible description and he's not getting dates and he hasn't, you know, taken the time to invest in his dating profile, but he finally gets that match and she, you could tell there's some red flags. He goes on a date or two, but he's just so desperate to have somebody care about him mm -hmm. you know kind of like both of us were when we first got out of the divorce like we were nervous we didn't have confidence weren't ready mm -hmm. like what do you say to that guy who's just looking for somebody to tell him he's special when he knows that there's red flags well i would tell him first to keep watching our podcast <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug that is exactly shameless plug that's exactly what we're here for yeah you know, new episodes every week we're gonna, you know, <laughs> we're gonna help you. um after that i would say um again it's 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 what look i think we're at a situation where you don't have to do anything that you do not want to do you don't have to put yourself in a box because of what other people are telling you you should do, yep. right? You have earned the ability to be able to do what you want, okay? So if you're in a situation where- Having the ability to do what you want, when you want, where you want. Where you See want. also freedom, single, got it, yep. <laughs> yes, same as plug here for the shirt. <laughs> so you have the ability to do what you want, right? Yep. So if, if you are lonely and you want some connection um, and you're seeing those flags, then by all means, you know, keep pursuing it if that's what you want. But I would say, you know, keep keep putting the feelers out there, you know, keep, you know, doing the apps, you know, finding other outlets to meet people um, because there are other people out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, again, you don't need to settle um, if you don't feel like it's right um, because you know, one thing that we kind of have we kind of haven't mentioned as we've been talking through this through this episode is that, you know, if you are a father and um, you're going through a divorce, there's a lot going on, right? And if you 
are still, if you're dating while you're still in the divorce or still while it's still going on, um, you know, you have to be mindful of the fact that um, you just got to be careful. You know, if you're dating yep. somebody that has all these red flags that could possibly get you into some trouble. Oh, yeah. You probably don't need to pursue that, especially if you're in a contentious court battle in family court or whatever that might be. Oh, um, I, had a, I had a buddy who divorce was final years ago mm-hmm. and still custody time sharing was mm-hmm. a bit of a dispute. And so he was he had a court hearing coming up and he had moved in a certified nut job mm-hmm. uh, and she didn't turn crazy until after she moved in. I don't know. There were signs. I didn't meet her that many times. But, you know, they had a fight, broke up. He threw her out of the house. Mm. And then she called the ex-wife and volunteered to testify at his custody hearing. Mm -hmm. And, like, oh, man, it got messy. So, you know, just tread lightly. I'm not saying don't trust, but, man. You just have that. Unfortunately, you know, that's got to be in the back of your head, especially if you're in the divorce or if you're still like doing custody issues or if you have kids because you're always going to there's always going to be tension and I think that that's something that you should consider so to go back to your question about the the red flags I think that's something you need to think about too um, as you move forward there's look you're not going to get penalized if you're in a divorce proceeding for having a relationship you're not there's no law and I say this because I'm a lawyer that's going to prevent you that's going to hurt you but there are, there's My things. ex-wife accused me of dissipation. Well, I mean, but you can't, I mean, that's not going to affect. Huh, it, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but saying that, it, the, the thing to remember is that you could still, there could still be repercussions like your situation or, or, or whatever it might be, especially if you're with someone that's unstable or, or if you're going down that sleigh road a little bit too much, then, yeah. then you shouldn't be. So, you know, you always have to be mindful of that. And I know it sucks and it's not fair, but unfortunately that's just the reality of, of what it is. And, you know, in other episodes, we're going to talk about, you know, court and what to do and don't. So we'll kind of get into this a little bit more there, but I I just say that as an aside um, to your question, just because I think you need to, you always have to have that in the back of your head. Yeah. You always have to be mindful of that. um, Especially if you've got kids and and all of that custody issues. So one other thing I thought about, um, because we got to wrap this up soon, but I've come up with a couple classifications of the women you meet on dating sites. So first is the holy shit, you're way too young. Um, and you know, we all start like kind of close to our age and then we start going lower and lower and lower and lower. And then it gets too low. What's the number equation? thing what's the seven years so gentleman's math is half your age plus seven years half your and that's and you can't go lower than that uh, i think it's kind of like etiquette like you okay. know you start with the fork on the outside i know <laughs> for me that would be 27 and i can okay. tell you that 27 is way too goddamn young okay okay i, I went on a date with a 28 year old and holy shit it was a disaster mm-hmm. i mean she was nice but just like we don't have shit in she common. didn't like the nintendo thumb probably uh, didn't know what you're talking about <laughs> what's a nintendo <laughs> What are you talking about? They had Playstations by the time <laughs> yeah, she was born. I don't know, we just didn't have a whole lot in common. <laughs> and so then you have the age-appropriate women. And then um, another thing is, you know, oh, so many women have majority custody. 
um, and they only have every other weekend off, mm-hmm. you know, um, and this is no shade to <clears throat> any of the other dads out there, depending on what your custody situation is, mm-hmm. but I'm a, I'm a 50, 50, which means, you know, I've got half my time off and if she's only got every other weekend off, that means at best, we're going to be able to hang out four days a month. Mm-hmm. Like I am high fucking maintenance. I need to be, need the to little, be cuddled. I need to be the little spoon <laughs> more than four times a month. And, and so special caressing on the Nintendo thumb. Yes. <laughs> I'm never going to let that go. Sorry. <laughs> That's because you've never seen the Nintendo thumb in action. It, it works. No, it works. I don't believe that, but go ahead. <laughs> and so you've got women with kids and unless they've got a 50, 50 custody situation and I've already resolved that, you know, for me, it's not going to work. I'm not going to raise anybody else's kids. And more importantly, I'm not going to make my children have stepless siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just seen a lot of negative outcomes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, whatever works for you is your choice, but mm-hmm. I made the decision, you know, that's what I want to do. And so it's fine to date somebody who has kids, mm-hmm. but it's gotta be more than every other weekend. And it seems like that's the overwhelming majority. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or <laughs> they've made it to this point in life. They've never been married. They don't have any kids. And this is just a screaming red flag that they're batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my scientific experience, mm-hmm. um, every single one that I've gone on a date with that was plus or minus five years of my age, single, never married, no kids, absolute shit show nut job. <laughs> That's interesting that you've got the classifications. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so it kind of sucks. Like, you know, if they don't have kids, they're kind of crazy. And it's not to the point yet um, where all the kids are out of the house unless mm-hmm. they started having kids at like 17 or 18. Um, and so, I don't know. It's really hard. Like the, the girl that I did date for a year, mm-hmm. um, she was 32 when we started dating, turned 33, um, and uh, had a very demanding job. And having a family just wasn't something that she was interested in, but was very dedicated career. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm having a lot of trouble because she was so awesome that I compare all the new dates against her and they just don't compare because mm-hmm. she was such a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are reasons why it didn't work out. Um, but I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to find that fit because they got kids and you can never hang out with them. They're batshit crazy or they're too young. And, and so I'm trying to find like the magic sweet spot, but I don't know if yeah. it's out there. And the good thing is you've got time to find it. Right. Uh-huh. You don't. You but don't I need to, cuddles now. You know, I told you, get a bear. Get a <laughs> they got full size bears. But that's, <laughs> that's the good thing, right? Is you don't have to settle for something because you feel like it's time or you feel like it's, you know, you got to do it right now. You have the ability to get what you want and take the time to get it. Um, and I, I think that that's, that's important. And that, that's kind of one of the things. You know, as we as we, you know, bleed out here and tell you all all of our our stories is that, you know, we want to we're not trying to educate or anything like that. We just want to share um, with you our experiences to kind of let you know, one, you're not going through it alone. And two, you know, there are people out there that are, can you can talk to that can help you and that are going through the same things that you are. And three there really isn't a magic, uh, you know, answer. There's not like the code that's going to tell you everything no, that no. you're supposed to do. And that's okay. Right. Because 
that there isn't one because everything is different. You know, you know, we have very different things that we're looking for. And so I think that once you are aware of that and, and you have the ability to say, I'm going to do what works for me, not what I think people want me to do or what I think, you know, my friends are telling me to do, or, Oh, I found out that she has a boyfriend. So let me run out and just find this girl, you know, so I can be with somebody, you know, once you've come to that, realization that's one thing i feel like we have done is we have been able to get to that level where we're going to say we're going to do what's best for us and what we want to do yep so that that that's get honest with yourself and actually figure out what the fuck you want yeah yeah so that um that's kind of you know what we're trying to do with this with these uh here at the divorce divorce dad's university University, um and power enlighten and uplift so um that's what we're trying to do here. So, you know, we we have enjoyed kind of talking with you and we hope that you all have enjoyed kind of hearing us and, you know, hearing what we had to say. You know, we have a we have a lot of great um, things we're going to talk about as we move on in the coming weeks. Yeah. But um, so everybody. Really appreciate you guys listening to us. It's been great. Um, so if you're on YouTube, there's going to be a link down in the description because I'm a lazy sack of shit and I haven't <laughs> bought the domain yet to actually build the landing page, but it's going to be up before I post this. Okay. So if you're just listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, go to YouTube, search Divorce Dads University. This episode is going to come up and I'm going to put the link to our website there. And two things, um, drop us your email. And so we'll let you know whenever a new episode drops. And then if you have any comments, questions, or you want to see some uh, a topic for another episode, there'll also be an option to do it there. And I don't know what other kind of awesome shit we're going to do on this website, but it's going to be there. So go to YouTube. I'll go by the domain and build the damn website and I'll get it up. Okay. Um, and we'll know what it is for the next episode. I think it's divorcedadsu.com. Okay. Okay. Uh, I looked, it was available, but I don't want to say it okay. and it'd be wrong. So All I'm right. just going to put it on the YouTube link and then we'll get it right next. I mean, this is the first time. It'll be fun. Okay. Okay. It's kind of like the first time I had sex. I wore goggles and a cape because shit, I didn't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I don't want to know why you had goggles, but that's another episode. Uh, I didn't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anthony, have a good night, my friend. You too, Morgan. See you, dude. Bye.